Hello everyone, welcome to the Beauty School Bobby podcast. I'm here today with Whitney Evans from Whitney Evans Beauty. Um, so we're going to talk to her. She is um, a very successful salon owner. Um, so we're going to talk to her about how she got to where she's at um, and what she um, advice she wants to give to beauty school students or someone that's wanting to be in this industry. So we are going to jump right into it. Um, so I always like to do like an icebreaker question. Okay. So what show are you like binge watching, like obsessed with? right now oh my gosh vampire diaries vampire diaries <laughs> I haven't seen yes it. i know i haven't either but several of the younger girls in my salon are talking about it i think it ended last year but it's all on netflix awesome. and it's great okay so it's total like stupid tv but i just love it <laughs> that's awesome yes. what is like do you find that they're having the younger girls working in your salon having them like around you all the time do you find yourself being like god i'm so out of it or um, do you still relate pretty well i to them? i relate with them but i tell them that they keep me in it like they will tell me if something is not okay yeah. to wear anymore <laughs> or not okay to say that's or, awesome. but i love them i yeah. love having like the youth around us because you know Everything changes all the time, so and they always know the latest and greatest of everything. Yeah, so. and you're not that much older. No, I mean, how old are you? I'm thirty. Yeah, so you're not that much I'm older not, than no. I'm not such nope. a grandma. Yes. Um, okay, so tell me about your beauty school story. Where did you go to beauty school? When? How did you choose the school? Okay. All that stuff. See, I um, well, I started out at the University of Tennessee, and left in the middle of my sophomore year, and went to Tennessee School of Beauty. Um, in 2007 because I wanted to go to beauty school but obviously like we just started the lottery scholarship here in Tennessee it wasn't the popular thing to do you know and I went to get an eyebrow wax at TSB and I was like oh my gosh I just want to go here like the vibe's so fun like this is what I want to do I was in a sorority and so I was doing like everybody's hair and makeup for all of our mixers all of our parties I'm like I just need to get paid for this and so in the Christmas break, I didn't come back in that uh, January. I started beauty school. Yeah, so. so how was that conversation like with your parents? Of like, hey, I'm dropping out. Because I think right now our typical student at Tennessee School of Beauty has some form of traditional college, and then they come to us. So yes. we actually talked about it on the last podcast yes. um, about making that decision and why that's a hard decision. Were they on board for you doing that? or um, My mom, I think, had sense, you know, moms always know mm-hmm. that I was unhappy. And her motto for me was just as long as you finish, you know, finish something that you start, like, I'll be happy for you. My grandmother was actually... Um, a salon owner and did hair too oh, like my awesome. mom's mom but times were different then you know people didn't color it was like five dollar like shampoo sets you know so <laughs> yeah. it's completely different now um my my parents you know they saw how passionate I was about it so they were very supportive but I did have some other family members and other friends that were kind of like what are you doing? Like, cause I made great grades in school. Like I was kind of known, you know, I was in student government and all that thing. So it didn't really fit, you know, when you're in high school, they almost kind of want to put you in a certain box or what you need to do. And, um, it only just made me want to work harder just to 
prove to everybody, like, this is what I was meant to do. That's awesome. I didn't actually so, know that about yes. coming into, like, TSV and getting a service. Yeah. And then deciding that that's what yeah. you Yeah, and to I do. just talked to the little girl that did my house. I'm like, do you like it here? She was like, yeah, I love it. So, yeah. That's awesome. Um, so, what was the best part of BD school for you? I think it was just every day I learned something new. You know, and I am not a person that likes to sit still. So traditional school, I would get really bored. <laughs> I want to get up and move around. And in beauty school, um, you know, you stood a lot, but you were constantly working on something, so it made the day fly by fast. Yeah. Was there something that you or even people that you've graduated with that you talk about as being like, this is the thing about beauty school that, like, is hard? Like, this is the not the downside of beauty school, but kind of the downside. Like, what's the hard part about it? I think it's building your confidence. I think whenever you're new at something and you're in a room with a bunch of your peers, you know, um, for me, it was getting over my fears of not being perfect at it, you know, just to keep going. And, you know, we're in school, like we're all learning, you know, and you're going to make mistakes. This is the time to make mistakes. Don't worry. Um, and just getting over that. And I think as a new stylist, that's a hard thing to get over. Too. It is. It's so funny. Yes. Like I'll have students like in their first week of school um, yeah. or when they start hair cutting or hair color now is done. Um, I think it starts week three. Yes. So they'll come in and they'll be like, I'm so frustrated. Like I can't get, I'm like, you are in week three yes. of school. Yes. Like you have so much time to learn and to perfect mm -hmm. this. This is just showing you you know how to do it, but a lot of people do get frustrated, especially, um, I think in this industry, there's so many creative personalities. Yes. And I think along with that comes perfection yes. or wanting to be perfect in what you're yeah. doing. So it's a hard thing to, to go into, especially if it's different from how you've learned it, maybe like in high school, it's different or than how what you think, especially yeah. now, you know, there's this whole culture of YouTube and social media. So they yes. see all these videos not realizing that these videos have been edited, you know, the people that are creating them have been doing, you know, this for 12 years. Their application is going to be smoother because they probably practiced it. They probably edited it out, the messy parts, you right. know. Um, I think it, it's just all about your confidence and just having gratitude in the whole process. Like, you're not going to be perfect at everything. That's awesome. Yeah, and I think that that's so important. I think a lot of people maybe just on the front end don't always think about that. Or, yeah. I mean, I just, we say this all the time, but, like, that thought of beauty school being the easy way out. And yeah, people just easy. thinking mm -hmm. that, you know, I always have, like, parents that will come through the school and, you know, the dads will be like, oh, it's, like, real school. Like, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. so much that, mm -hmm. that is covered that people don't always understand. Um, so jump forward. So you graduate mm -hmm. beauty school. Yes. What is your story from there? Okay, um, I got a job assisting right out of school um, at a salon in Felton City named Textures. Um, I was the owner's assistant. He is a great man, but he's wild. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, we were all over the place. He did all kinds of things, but um, it was a really good experience for me because that's how I really learned how to foil. You know, like he would do his base colors and I would foil and he really taught me a lot of things. And I really do believe assisting is the way to go because what they taught me in school wasn't really what we do in the real world. Mm -hmm. And it helps me with my color formulations too. So I was an assistant for him and then graduated to like a stylist. Um, after a year or so, I didn't really feel like I was growing in the salon. I loved my salon family. Like, everybody was great. It wasn't anything bad. It was just a different area of town from where I was from. And so I kind of wanted to be in the area where I knew more people to attract more clients. So. Yeah. Did you know, like, in beauty school that owning your own salon was 
going to be something you were going to do someday? No. Or was I it... actually said I would never do <laughs> 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 Never say never. It's so funny. Like, the people that know me the best are like, like this is so crazy because that used to be like your quote, oh, no, I yeah. would never own a song. But you went from being a stylist there yes. to... To, um, I then was a stylist um, at Envy. I worked there for five years. It was a great experience. I really built my core clientele there. Um, I started blogging um, towards the end of being there just because I know I got to a point as a stylist where I just wanted more. Like, I was just kind of bored with the day-to-day, like let's do hair, let's do this. I just wanted to do something to inspire me artistically because we're all artistic. Um, and so I started blogging and it caused this whole Whitney Evans beauty, really. That was the name of my blog. And, um, and it just created me going off by myself and kind of was like the starting of the salon. That's so. awesome. Now you specialize in weddings. Is that kind of how yeah. you all say it? Yes. I mean, that's kind of what got you. Yes to need more people working for you, yes, right? absolutely. So how many years were you doing it by yourself, and then when did you add employees? Um, I did probably for a full year by myself. Wow. And then um, I added Ashlyn, was my first employee, and we're really maybe like eight months by myself, and then added Ashlyn. And then since then, it's been like a steady growth of people, and three years later, we have, there's seven of us, so... That's, awesome. That's a big growth in a short amount of time. Yes. Um, and adding assistance. So you were talking about your assistant um, experience. Um, mm-hmm. What's one thing that you took away from that? Or what do you try to do in your salon as far as assisting goes? Because I think everybody does it a little bit differently. Yes. Um, it can discourage some people. Yes. Um, I think when they graduate beauty school, um, assisting is kind of this I think this thing that some people do really, really well, some salons do really, really well, and mm-hmm. some salons don't do good at it. So what yeah. do you do differently that helps your assistance. Um, we have still when they get their license like they'll assist with us through the week and we at least give them Saturdays and the option of Mondays to take their clients because I know in beauty school like I still have some clients that come to me that say that I got from beauty school and that's awesome. I, I don't ever want them to be out of the practice of taking their own people and I don't ever want to hold them back if they have friends and family that want to come to them, I mean, that's just better as a salon as a whole. Yeah. So, so how long is, I mean, I don't, you don't have like a set schedule, mm-hmm. but is it six months to a year-ish? Well, that we do it by performance base. So um, we do monthly one-on-ones and we give each girl a goal. And once they hit that goal, we give them more time. Like my personal assistant, she just um, got another shift. For, and she's been with me since May, so. That's um, awesome. Yeah, so about four months. So she's now taking clients on Mondays, Friday afternoons, and Saturdays. Good. Well, I think it's good for them to see you that, again, you were talking about building confidence earlier. Yes. I think that that is so important in the salon. They've got to get comfortable where they're at and seeing you support them and say, hey, girl, yes. you've got this and you can yes. do this. I think it's so important. So I think that that definitely is something that you guys um, do really, really well. Um, what is the biggest, um, struggle for you as far as owning your own salon? What is like the hardest part, the thing that you're like, I was not expecting this. I think it's, um, realizing that you can't do it all yourself. Um, I, by nature, I'm not a control freak, but I like, you know, I want to be the person that works the hardest and does this and does that, but I've had to learn how to delegate to my team and let go 
go with some of that and know that I've hired great people and that they can take care of things. Um, I think it's a lot of time and a lot of hours. Um, so if you just have to be prepared to put in the work, like nothing happens overnight. Yeah. So you're still behind the chair yes. full time, yes. full clientele, weddings yes. every weekend. Mm -hmm. So how, when do you run the salon when do you do salon <laughs> stuff is it just like after work or yes, do you have like a day yes. set aside well um Sundays my husband and I he also he works in marketing so he helps run definitely the marketing and the accounting in of my business um Sundays is when we really talk about everything <laughs> you know we usually take we call it like Evans Gross <laughs> like we take like a few hours each Sunday to like plan out like okay this is our goals for this week this is what we need to talk about this is what I need to communicate you know to my team about and I, I feel very blessed that you know we've kind of set standards up front so um I'm not to say I know problems are always going to arise that m my team really has a grasp from where we have meetings every month or what the expectations are. So yeah. I, I very rarely ever have to talk to anybody or, you know, have to be the bad guy, yeah. I guess. I mean, but, you know, you do. And I think that, you know, as an owner that you have to, um, you know, just learn to talk to people as people and to, like, not let your frustrations for what they're doing because usually when you talk to them, there's a bigger picture. Right. There's something else going on. And, and sometimes it's even me. Like, I haven't communicated something effectively. Yeah. So. Well, working with your husband was something I want to talk to you about. So yes. that's not something that a lot of marriages can endure. Like, yes. it, I mean, having business and especially being – I guess I can imagine, like, just thinking about me and my husband. Mm -hmm. um, I think I'm similar to you in the way that I'm very – I like things my own way, and I know that if I do it, I'm going to do it right. Yes. Um, so with your husband, or it, it's your business. You're yes. the one that's in there. You're doing that. So mm -hmm. does he do a good job of kind of not being in the background but kind yes. of being like, I'm going to guide you, I'm going to help you, yes. whatever, but this is still your thing. Yes, he is great. We definitely, like, he has more of an analytical brain where I have more of a creative brain. So sometimes we butt heads, but we usually talk it out and see each other's both point of views because the companies he works with are, like, you know, these huge, like, tourism companies or even, like, I know some of his clients are, like, Petros and these big, you know, corporations, and I have to, like be like that's all great and good for a corporation but this is a salon yeah. you know but his knowledge has helped us get to where we you know have been because it gives me you know the knowledge to look at the business as a company not just a salon which I think is really important yeah too. no that's awesome and I can't wait to see what that brings for you guys because yes. it seems like just since I've known you or I've been around you guys it's every year just getting bigger and bigger and more and more um, so with talking about that where do you see Whitney Evans Beauty in like five years like what do you exactly. think like the next step is for you I mean I definitely want you know we have a product line I definitely want to expand on that um, and I really would love to grow our staff to the point to where, I don't know if you follow Daniel Mason Jones or any mm -hmm. of those other people, but he has enough staff to support like different shifts, I guess, just to, you know, better our times for our clients, because we are very fortunate to have the business to where our, our staff gets booked. You know, I would love to grow the staff to a point to where they have a great like home and work balance, you know, to where it's not like during Christmas we're not all working 12-hour days. Yeah. Like, we can split it up because I really do feel like 
I want to still put out quality work and I just want to create a happy environment for people to come and be creative and do their thing. Yeah. Do you think the Powell area is where you'll you'll stay? North Knoxville is like our home base, but I would not ever turn down an opportunity to expand yeah. elsewhere. Good. So. And it's easy, I think, when you, you know so many people. I think that that's yes. what makes your salon feel... Um, it's just easy in there. It doesn't mm -hmm. feel like you're in a machine and it's yes. this huge overwhelming thing. Um, mm -hmm. I've referred, I mean, several people there that have that same feeling. Like it's not a stressful environment. It's fun when you go in and yes. it's not just me because I know you guys. I mean, uh -huh. I know other people that don't know you that yeah. are, that just like love that, that it's calm and yeah. it's not so stressful in there. You can feel that everyone's happy. Yes. And that's what, I mean, I don't care if I just, have you know seven or 30 people I always want to keep that feel like that's probably the utmost important thing to me yeah it's because it's you know people are spending their hard-earned money with you and their time with you and so the experience is everything yeah so what advice can you give to somebody that is in beauty school or thinking about going to beauty school how can they get better or more prepared um, while they're in school you know that's a it's a hard year you're there for a while you can get down really easily what yes. is something that you would like recommend for them to do while they're in school I would take every opportunity that throws your way every client even if it's something that you say you don't do do it anyways because you have the school that has your back you know to learn and even mistakes I feel like you learn more in your mistakes than you do your successes so just dive in there do everything um and really, I would go ahead and set up your social media accounts, clean up your social media accounts, because when you go for a job, that's the first thing your employees yeah. look at. The clean up your social media <laughs> yes. is a really good point. Yes. Because, yeah, when you start beauty school to, to when you yes. you're, you change a little bit, and you yeah. want to make sure that you're putting your best foot forward. But that is something that I think we do a really good job of trying to teach them while they're in school of like setting up completely oh, separate ones and yes. um and as a salon owner I mean you look at that like absolutely. when they apply First thing, you're looking yes. at their Instagram looking at like how and not that it's all about how good they can do hair because you, you kind of know what you're getting it's mm -hmm. so much more about personality it is um, and how they're gonna fit with you so. yes and I and I think you just really have to like you have to be in this industry because you you love people you know, I mean, what we do is so much more than hair. I will say this a million times. Like, your skills can always be improved. Like, you, I will hire someone that has an attitude and a willingness to learn way over, like, say, the best student in their class that could technically do the work. Because yeah. really, at the end of the day, I feel like people come to you also for the way you make them feel. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so at the end of every episode, we do a would you rather. Okay. Um, so we're going to play would you rather. It's nothing like embarrassing or like weird, but right. um, so we're going to do would you rather and then we're going to plug all of your social media stuff so that we can, you all can get connected with Whitney as well. Um, okay, but first, would you rather, would you rather have hair down to your feet or be bald for one week? Oh my gosh, hair down to my feet. You couldn't ever, you can't go without no, hair. I, can't. I feel like, do you ever get that, like, I just want to shave my head? Has that ever crossed your mind? No. To be, okay. I feel like there are some times that I get so frustrated with my hair that I'm like, oh, I can't do this. Now, like, balling it up in, like, a bun and a hat, I yeah. can do. I don't think I could be bald. I don't think I could. Okay, would you rather give up social media or Netflix, like, forever? All social media or all, like, Hulu, whatever. Like, if you could have to give up your streaming services 
-hmm. Would you rather do that or your social media? Probably streaming services. You can't, yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. like I can't, Instagram is such like, an, I can't. not an addiction, but it's like, yeah. that's where I get my information. Like, yes, that's getting, and you like, know, and I'm always like finding like a new stylist or a new blogger or just somebody cool to follow. Yeah, that's actually something yeah. I wanted to ask you, so I'm going to go back to that, but what, who is somebody that is like your inspiration? Who, like, are you obsessed with or just like crazy about that like motivates you? Um, I love... Um, Low Wheeler Davis. I don't know if you've ever followed her. She's out in California. She owns a salon. Um, her story is like similar to mine, and she's just like taken it and expanded it. And so I just, I just love her. Um, just in life in general, my mom. I mean, she's the hardest working woman I know. So what does she do? She is a nurse. Okay. She does pick lines, and uh, I think it's been great to have a strong female role model growing up. Yeah, with working and life so. yeah in this connection we talk about this at the school all the time mm -hmm. it's like the connection between nursing and yes. the beauty industry yes. like I never knew it was a thing until I got in the beauty industry but yes. I think that when you have that heart to want to help people I think that people that are really successful in this industry are doing it because they love people they want to make people feel good yes. I think to be a nurse you have to have that same drive and that Absolutely. same motivation so there yes. really is that correlation of mm -hmm. between nursing we get it and hear it all the time of people either coming from nursing school to TSB or to TSB to you know what I mean yeah. like it ends up switching like a lot so it's crazy um okay one more would you rather would okay. you rather have unlimited tacos or unlimited sushi unlimited tacos tacos Definitely. all day <laughs> I feel like I love the whole sushi. salon is like that. I feel I like I see Mexican like all over social media all the time. Like going to dinner, Mexican. Like, I know. I, I just love queso. I just can't <laughs> help it. <laughs> okay, so I want to um, plug your social media. So where can we follow you? Where can we find you? Um, where we are at Whitney Evans Beauty, pretty much on everything, okay. and even WhitneyEvansBeauty.com. Awesome. Well, we're excited to follow you. Yes. Thank you so much for doing this. There's so many people that I think know you and are like watching you. And Aww. I think that that's such a compliment. I think that, I mean, I hear it being just, you know, seeing like, oh, what are they doing? What are they doing? And you, you all are doing so much that, um, yeah, you're on everyone's yeah. radar. So that's exciting. Well, thank you. I was happy to be here. <laughs> all right. So I want to thank our sponsor, Tennessee School of Beauty and Sunspot for letting us record here. Um, listen up for um, any updates. Follow us on our social media. It's Beauty School Bobby. Um, and we will see you all next time. <laughs>